He said that Jesus Christ has risen And He is the open door How you doing everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Cajun Conservative Show where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, and yes, we talk about the pursuit of happiness and we're showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you are located and hope that you are doing extremely well. Let's just say that um, sometimes in this life you, you just look back and like, how did we get this far? How did, how did I make it? How, man, this life is depressing. But guess what? We have Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, and he is coming back one day. And I look for the hope of Jesus coming back there. He's going to fix this whole world, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to fix this whole world. And, you know, this morning we had church at the time of this recording. Uh, we know this drops at the beginning of the week. This episode drops at the beginning of the week or during the week. And we just, uh, you, you start thinking. You start thinking about life. You start thinking about how. This world is going down and it just, but just thank God for Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, thank God that he is coming back and he's coming back soon and hope you know him because if, if you don't know him, um, it's going to be a rude awakening on the day of judgment. And I just, I, I don't know why I feel led. I need to talk about that right now, but just don't lose faith of heart. As I say at the end of the show, cause Jesus has overcome the world and just, just remember that if you're going through something that God can lift you up. All right, guys, as we go ahead and we're going to start in a few minutes, uh, I want to go ahead and talk, uh, let you know about the social media accounts. You can find us on Facebook, Google. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and on True Social. Just type in the Cajun Conservative Show. You also can find us at Apple, Google, Spotify, and Amazon Music and many other platforms. You can find our website, thecajunconservativeshow.wordpress.com to find all them links. You can also find us on YouTube and Rumble. And we're going to go, uh, we, we download that every, we, we drop an episode every Monday and every Thursday and look by popular demand, we went to two episodes a week and look, it is succeeding. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm seeing it. People are reaching out. They, they like hearing two episodes a week. Hopefully in the near future, we can possibly go to three shows a week as the, the podcast grows. So keep me in your prayers, ladies and gentlemen, I want to, I want to talk to you about something today. And as I think of the title for this podcast and just my opinion on a few things, I, 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 I just, I, I can't wrap my mind around something. I can't wrap my mind around a president that swore an oath to the constitution. I, I, and and says they're going to uphold it. And they're going to go ahead and defend it as much as possible. And I want to go ahead and read the oath of the president right there, because the oath of the president is the at the inaugural speech is it, you, you hear the words that I'm about to quote right here. Let me go ahead and find it. I do solemnly swear or affirm that I would faithfully execute the office of the United States, uh, uh, through the office of the president of the United States and will do the best of my ability to preserve, protect and defend the constitution of the United States. And it says, so help me God at the end. 
So that oath right there, ladies and gentlemen, it's been it's been running in my mind when talking about President backwards Joe Biden. Why do I say that, if you might ask? Well, because the President of the United States had a speech on Tuesday, uh, Thursday night, and he wanted to address gun control. And look, ladies and gentlemen, we've been we've been talking about gun control now for the past two weeks, three weeks on all the episodes. Because every time I'm thinking to myself, I can possibly get out of that and go to another segment or go to another topic. The president or the vice president, the, the Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, we can call her um, uh, grumpy Schumer. Somebody, somebody does something and you start thinking, how can they say this? The president of the United States, like I said, talked Thursday night. And he called for a ban on assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. He said if we can't pass a ban on assault weapons, he would like to see the age of buying any type of gun at the age of 21. Now, here in Louisiana, you have to be 18 years old to buy a long rifle. But you have to be 21 to buy a hand pistol. I don't see nothing wrong with that, ladies and gentlemen. That... We're going to get into the Constitution in a little bit, in a few minutes. Um, he, he said between the 1994 and the 2003 ban on assault weapons, mass shootings were down, which we know is not true. This is coming from the 2004 Department of Justice uh, study uh, from the University of Pennsylvania of Center of Criminology concerned that the ban uh, concluded the ban cannot be credited or with a decrease in violence carried out by firearms. But the president of the United States said something that really, and look, he have, he's done this before, ladies and gentlemen. I have an episode where I talked about this back in April of 2021. And the president of the United States told the American people that the Second Amendment is not absolute. According to his speech, President Biden said that no constitutional amendment is absolute. He, 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 and he and look, this bothers me, ladies and gentlemen, because he's saying that the Constitution that he swore to protect and to uphold is not absolute. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let, let's go back to the oath of office, that, um, the oath of the president. Let me l just listen to these words. I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will faithfully execute the office of the president of the United States and I will, uh, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a president of the United States right now that is that is demanding the, the Constitution of the United States. He is saying, yes, these are laws that we follow. Yes, these are guidelines that we have to follow as a nation, but they're not absolute. The freedom of speech is not absolute, ladies and gentlemen. He says that you can't scream fire in a building. Because that's freedom. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. You have the right to scream fire. 
There's a law, though, that says that you, you, you can't do false claims. But ladies and gentlemen, you can say whatever. You can go out. I can go outside and scream fire all day long. I have the freedom of speech. Now, in a particular time and place, should I do it? No. But according to the president of the United States, no constitutional amendment is absolute. If that's the case, ladies and gentlemen, we can go through a lot more. The 16th Amendment, what goes ahead and passes income tax. If that's not absolute, then none of us should pay taxes. That's not absolute. Oh, wait, no, you got to pay the government the money. Oh, that one's absolute. Okay. Uh, the 14th Amendment that they use for abortion. If that's not absolute, well, shut down every abortion clinic. Because that's not absolute. Oh, no, not that one. Excuse me. Hit the button. No, not that one. Not, not the 14th Amendment. Ladies and gentlemen, see, see this where it is going to? The president of the United States says the first and the second amendment is not absolute. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just, I'm, just I, look, I'm seeking my opinion. I'm thinking about this. You have the president of the United States saying that constitutional amendments are not absolute, but he swore to protect and to preserve and to defend the constitution but you have a president sitting back in the oval office right now saying hey the, the second amendment is not is absolute is not absolute and ladies, look I, I didn't even think about this lady a year ago i was talking about this probably I, I can't remember when he mentioned this but ladies and gentlemen he said this already this ain't a, this ain't a new concept i know a lot of the left and a lot of mainstream media are acting like, dude, this is the first time Joe Biden has said that the Second Amendment is not absolute. He said this before. Like I said, I went back in my own records in April 2021. I titled this, Biden says Second Amendment is not absolute. Ladies and gentlemen, a, and like I said, a president of the United States saying that the constitution is not absolute, that we, it's not solid in ground. This is dangerous, ladies and gentlemen. This is dangerous. I wanna go ahead and play a vid, uh, play an audio tape in my notes. And look, this ain't just Democrats thinking this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, That's not the president. This is, this is liberals all over the place thinking this. They're thinking that th this is uh, that that the, that the Constitution is is absolute, or it's not absolute. Let me go ahead and see. I should have this on. Let's. Oh, technical difficulties. All right, I want to play this video for you because, like I said, this is a Democrat legislator that is, and his name is. Mandarin Jones from New York. Listen to what he said. This is an exchange he had with Jim Jordan at a, a congressional hearing a couple of days ago, about two, uh, two days ago. Listen to this. Enough of your thoughts and prayers. Enough. Enough. You will not stop us from advancing the Protecting Our Kids Act today. 
You will not stop us from passing it in the House next week, and you will not stop us there. If the filibuster obstructs us, we will abolish it. If the Supreme Court objects, we will expand it, and we will not rest until we have taken weapons of war out of circulation in our communities. Each and every day, we will do whatever it takes to end gun violence, whatever it takes. Now we know where they want to go. We just said it. End the filibuster, expand the court, forget the Constitution. Now we know. As Jim Jordan just said, now we know where they're going with this. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is why the president is using this, that the, the, the Constitution is not absolute. Because you see, ladies and gentlemen, if it's not absolute, that means that we can go ahead and define the Second Amendment or the First Amendment or the 16th Amendment or the, the 14th Amendment or the 25th Amendment as ever way we want it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why President Biden is trying to put in people's head right now that, hey, guys, the Constitution amendments are not absolute. Because you see, and, and President Biden said, well, you couldn't own a cannon when you were in the Civil War. Well, hold on some, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you can. You could. You, I, I said it last week. Gun laws didn't happen until the 1920s or the 30s. Don't quote me on my history. I, I'm trying to remember. But it was in the early 1900s that you couldn't own certain firearms. or you, They had bans and all that stuff. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is the problem with, with America right now. People don't know this. And like I said, for a president and a congressman, because you got to remember, congressmen and senators... All, they all take an oath to swear, and they swear to uphold the Constitution of the United States. But if you start putting in people's mind that the Second Amendment is not absolute, or the First Amendment is not absolute, you can guide people to wherever, and that's the problem with America. A lot of people do not know what the Constitution says. Ladies and gentlemen, this, this is disturbing to me. When I hear candidates or politicians there was one and i can't find it in my notes where a congressman said i don't give a s-h-i-t about your constitutional rights ladies and gentlemen this statement though let's go back to the president for example the president coming out and saying that we or that the second amendment is not absolute is dangerous he's putting into the heads of the american people that the government listen to this the government determines what is the second amendment or what what how the second amendment is it, it should be interpreted now ladies and gentlemen a lot of democrats or a lot of people on the left believe that the second amendment or, or the whole, let's correct myself. The whole Constitution of the United States is a living document, which means it changes. And no, the Founding Fathers never acted as it being a living document. Ladies and gentlemen, this is dangerous. When the left, and look, I haven't heard him say that in a while. But, I, and, and like I said, this puts into my mind the Second Amendment. If it isn't uh, if the president of the United uh, the president of the United States is saying the Constitution is not it is not uh, the, the the Second Amendment is not absolute he is not defending the Constitution ladies and gentlemen 
not on this. Espe look, and ladies and gentlemen, it, this rises to another question. And look, I'm not, I'm not in for impeaching the president of the United States for political purposes. But ladies and gentlemen, a president that is not defending the Constitution needs to go. <gasps> Isaac, that's harsh. No, it is. No, a president has it, he. I'm going to read you. The, I, and I, I'm going to read it from the own the own swearing in. I do solemnly swear or affirm, affirm that I will faithfully execute the office of the president of the United States of America. Biden has not done that. There's, that's, that's a whole different note. And I will do my best, uh, do the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help me God. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States saying that an amendment is not constitute uh, is not a uh, uh, the say the constitution uh, amendment of the constitution is not absolute, and he just didn't say one; he said all of them. If that's the case, he is not protecting. In my opinion, I could be wrong, but in my opinion, he is not protecting. He's not preserving, and look, he's not doing nothing to the best of his ability right now. He's not defending. A president should stand up and say, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I understand there's been mass shootings. I understand there are things that have happened, but the Constitution says you have the right to bear arms and leave it at that. No, the president of the United States said, I want to take your handguns. I want to take your AR-15s. I want to go ahead and shorten the magazine size on firearms. That's not defending the Constitution. And him saying, hey, that's not absolute. We can change that whenever we want. No, my friends, that, and like I said, that bothers me. I don't see Biden protecting and preserving the constitution of these great United States. I'll be right back with my good friend, Jared Gidry from Iron J. Uh, he's a guy that he's one of my friends that go ahead and works out and starting his little company to encourage people to lose weight. Uh, we're going to hear what he has to say in the second segment. I'll be right back after this short break. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsoil, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337-852-8043. Remember, Hayes' Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. I'm going to go ahead and welcome to the Cajun Conservative Show, my good friend, and maybe soon to be weight loss class guy, Jar Jared Gidry. See, I knew I was going to do I that, dude. That. I yeah, knew it, man. You and your brother look too much alike, man. You got to do something to make, you know, make that appearance a little different. So. Trying to, but he, he's losing weight with me, man. So we, we're just going to stay forever looking the same. One has a beard, one don't. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do something like that, man. So, Jared, how you doing, man? Good, brother. Glad to be here. Oh, man. And I, look, I wanted to have you on because, uh, you know, we have 
we talk a lot about politics and we talk about a lot of um, things that are going on here on the Cajun Conservative, but we want to go ahead and push that aside because you have a really good story and you're starting this brand new company. Give us a little backdrop of what. Let's push politics aside. Let's just have a good conversation about you, my brother. Okay, yeah. Um, So, yeah, I started this uh, RNJ. I've seen a bunch of other accounts like Fix, uh, I'm sorry, for uh, Fat Meets Fire and Obese to Beast and stuff like that and just really inspiring stuff. And I noticed aside from those two, there's not really a lot of motivating uh, weight loss channels out there. So it's just something that I wanted to... uh, just help promote health and uh give people something to look at to motivate them every day to be healthier yeah and it's um look i'm gonna not lie to you i told the uh, podcast all the other day i'm trying to do something it don't help that i'm drinking a pepsi or a dr pepper whatever <laughs> it is right now but um but yeah i i, I and I, I seen i seen you a while back you um because you came visit our church yeah and it was you were a little down and depressed a little yeah. bit but uh, for the last couple of weeks, man, I've been seeing you change a little bit. You've been yeah. you've been more uplifting. You um, you've been. Is that because of your weight loss, or what is that? What, uh, what contribute a, to that? It's a combination, you know, the uh, the weight loss, and then you know, um, giving my life back to Christ back in January, and and just trying to be a more positive person, and and finding things that make me happy in life. The <laughs> this particular journey have started in August, man. I. I had been in uh, deep depression, suicidal thoughts, all that for like six years or more. And, uh, and I knew something had to, ha- had to change. So, um, it, uh, it progressed to a point where, um, I just saw no way out, man. And, and one day I saw a picture of myself and I'm like, I can't, I, I don't even recognize that guy. So, um, I decided to, uh, contact a friend of mine. I mean, I work. So I work from older brother, 70 hours a week and driving a truck, man. I don't have opportunity to even think about health or take care of my <laughs> own meal prep, clothing, you know, even even take care of chores around the house, man. I got one day off a week and, and that's what I do is I just take care of my house, my clothes and, and basic chores. So uh, I talked to a good friend of mine, Angel, and she has uh, fixing to be fit. I said, I need to lose weight. Uh, she asked me, oh, do you want this meal, this meal? I said, I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't care, man. You put the meals in front of me, I'm going to eat them. So, um, and that's what she did, man. She came up with this box meal plan and, uh, and I didn't even have to think about it. So for the first hundred pounds, I didn't even work out or anything. I just drove my truck and ate my meals. Next thing I know, like I'm down a hundred pounds and I'm getting all this positive feedback and stuff. And but the real, uh, you know, even uh, going from August to December, like I was losing weight, but uh, I still had this mental fog, still had this mindset of blaming other people or not taking responsibility for the things that happened in my life, whether they were my fault or not. Um, a lot of, you know, I used to, used to be a paramedic. I got PTSD from that. I went through a really bad divorce and got trauma from that trauma from my childhood everything was a blame game so i started taking responsibility for my own life so you know a buddy of mine invited me to church and uh back in december and it took about a month and my heart was so hard man i didn't want to be in that church but (laughs) 
yeah, I, I remember sitting there thinking, man, like, I, I hate these people. Like, these people did so much wrong to me in my life, and, and they were nothing but loving. So, like, I gave my life back to Christ in January, and that led me to creating Iron J and being more positive, uplifting, and trying to help pull other people out of depression. You know, and because um, a lot of the weight a lot of the health community it's like okay do a and b and c will result well yeah diet exercise where are we going to talk about mental health and emotional health and your spirit man you got to change your you know your mind and your spirit before you can even address the body because i had lost weight before yeah uh, in, in college and one of the things i didn't address back then was past traumas and my own mental state so, you know, uh, I ended up getting married and went through that whole trauma. And I did what I, I did in, uh, in my childhood years in high school. I went hide myself. I recluse and I buried myself in food and, and all these other emotional, you know, vices, these things that could help me hide from the world. So uh, now I'm taking a step to address those issues. And I think that's uh, where a lot of people make that mistake, man. They'll lose 30, 40 pounds or something like that. And then something happens in life and they get right back to where they are or where they were. So do you do you think that and I'm not trying to throw politics in it. I know you don't want to talk about that, but uh, you mentioned men mental illness. Yeah. And I got a good friend. And look, this is he isn't a Christian. He's an atheist, but he brings up this point all the time of mental illness. Um, mm -hmm. And you hear it in the news, especially with the recent gun violence of mental health. Do you see that? That do you see that's maybe why a lot of people are in the state they're in in America because they're just they can't get they they, they want the body but their mind isn't fixed yeah, on something right. Absolutely, yeah. I think that's one thing that this country hasn't uh, taken care of in a long time is, uh, and we just kind of push it aside is mental health issues, and uh, we're kind of getting a hold on that now. People are taking it a little more seriously. I do think that some people take that a little overboard. Okay. You know, maybe some use that, some people use that as a scapegoat, but uh, it, it's something that uh, should be addressed, you know? Uh, like, uh, I mean, r recent current events with the uh, uh, shootings and stuff, yeah. weren't taking it into account that this person had mental issues and, and stuff like that. We're just gonna blame the guns. That's not right. Yeah. On, on mental issue and on, on your, because the way I'm hearing, you said something that, that hit me really profound a few minutes ago. You said you had to get your mental state back in order before you could take care of your physical state. Yeah. Do you, um, I'm probably going to get to a little preacher on me right here. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, do you think you turning your life back to the Lord was that turning point of getting your mental state back? into right. that right yeah so from august to december it was that like i said a plus b equals c diet exercise lose weight and so in january i added that other element of trying to be more positive and even you know uh getting back in church and seeking out the lord and, and taking care of my own mental health my own and so um something i found that you know uh we all Everybody always thinks like, oh, being a Christian is going to make life easier. No. Life is still there. <laughs> life and is then, still hard. You know what? It, yeah, it's, it, it's even harder because now you're, you're trying to live right instead of just going into coping mechanisms and stuff like that. Like, um, it's, 
it, it puts you on a better path and it gives you more direction and uh, gives you a more positive outlook. But yeah, life still hits even whenever you're a Christian, but it does give you that uh, direction to a better mental health state, which can bring you to a better physical state and a better spiritual state. Everything just has to tie in together. That's a holistic viewpoint instead of just, you know, A plus B equals C. So, and now I got a question because you're in that state now that you, hey, I'm serving the Lord. I'm bringing that. Do you, that's why you strive to be a better health is because you're doing it for the Lord or I know you're doing it for yourself, but yeah, you know, a lot of people like, I want to be this big, bad buff guy. Like I said, I just want to lose weight. I don't care about that. But there's some people that they live for that. But you, you sound like you're taking it. You take, look, I'm doing it for the Lord. That's why I'm doing this. Or is it? Is it all kind of factors into that? Why you wanted to lose weight to begin with? Yeah, it's uh, it, it, there there are all kind of factors, but you know, uh, yeah, as the Bible says, man, do all things as unto right. the Lord. Second Corinthians, um, first Corinthians. One, one of the uh, the big factors, like I noticed, whenever I was at my biggest, man, I couldn't even tie my shoes without like sweating and losing my breath. Um, I don't think I mentioned that. Like, so I went from four hundred forty pounds down to uh, three hundred twenty now. Wow. So one hundred twenty pounds. And I was looking at the uh, the chart earlier, and I was like, man, like I still have, I, I'm just over halfway. I still got 100 pounds to lose. It's incredible, but it's like I put myself in such a hole that, you know, it, it's it's gonna take a while to dig out. But you know, it's been an amazing journey so far. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. So talk about RJ. Well, why you came up with the? the I know your name, Jared. Yeah. yeah but yeah. what is uh, what is the concept behind RJ? And should I be looking for a sponsorship later on? Just Good. saying. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take a sponsorship <laughs> from you, man. We we collab. But uh, R&J, uh, it, it's all about uh, promoting mental and physical health, man. Whatever, uh, wherever you are in life, man, it's, it's about promoting a positive atmosphere and promoting uh, that through my own experience and sharing my story. I also uh, started a... Uh, a Facebook group called Iron Sharpens Iron. Oh, and, wow. Uh, it's got a lot of good responses so far, and people are sharing their own weight loss stories. And I've even had people post saying, like, I really needed this page, and they'll post a picture of themselves and their starting weight right now. I'm like, so I'm like, we're creating a community that's there to check in on people. And most of the people are from our area, South Louisiana, but, you know, I don't, I don't care if they're in Iceland or or China or wherever, man, we're, we're just out to, to, you know, there's enough bad in the world. And, you, you know, you talking about politics, we, we yeah. know, we know uh, everything that's going on with current events and everything. Uh, just creating a more positive space, some, somewhere safe that people can come, not feel judged and, and given some encouragement, some guidance and to share their own story so they can encourage and guide other people too. Yeah, that's that's some good that's some good stuff right there. And and uh, I get what you say like like this segment. This we're not trying to throw politics in here. No. But you know when you hear when you hear about politics, you can talk about politics all the time. It it does bring you down. It oh, does yeah. bring you down. It brings me down. It brings some of my uh my uh nah, nah uh, I'm trying to how can I say this my uh, my partners in the podcast world. We we yeah. we talked about that because sometimes you know it just uh it does bring you down. Bring it's you, rough. And I mean, know, the state of the world is rough. So, I mean, that just comes with the territory and y'all just spreading, y'all, yeah. y'all just spreading the news. And that, but, uh, but on that note, man, um, 
So so what the, does the page is just for like fit people or is to get people like uh, now you're saying you have all kind of people, do, do, yeah. you know, because I, I, a lot of my audience, I know for sure Scott Ford. I, I don't know why I always mention Scott Ford, but that's my buddy. He yeah. he's kind of like you. He wants to uh, he's into fitness. He's into uh, into uh, encouragement and stuff like so yeah. he's probably going to go like it. if you see Scott Ford, you're going to uh, know who it is. Go ahead. But um, but you, you welcome everybody and it just it just it just encourage people there. Um, at first it'd be, it was a, uh, just a, a page for people that, you know, need to lose weight. And then I was like, well, this is gonna branch out into other things. Like if someone suffers with mental health issues, depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, or if someone needs to gain weight, you know, someone su- uh, struggles with uh, anorexia, bulimia, anything like that, like we all have a struggle. So I think that this is going to be a, a good place for people to share their health stories it's more about being in positive encouraging like in you know i have a couple admins on there and and some actual uh experts as far as diet goes so uh anyone bullies somebody saying you know anything like that you know we're, we're not gonna kick them out yeah we're not gonna tolerate that i don't want to be a <laughs> i don't want to be a dictator in there but you know we're, we're creating a good space for people to talk about their actual mental health you know and so, so is is how how much is the page growing right now? It's growing pretty good, or yeah, we uh, started off you know very small, of course, you know, like five people, and uh, right now I think it's around uh, two fifty or so. Wow. And then you know, friends of friends of friends are adding mm-hmm. people, and I've had a few people from out of state uh, ask to join. So it's just whoever. Yeah, it's really take it for off. somebody that has a few Facebook page. You always like when you see that 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 mark you've been achieving to. Yeah. I don't know if you have a goal for that page to grow, but just just giving you a heads up when you when yeah. you're gonna see you're gonna be like, oh wow, oh wow, oh wow, it's really oh, neat. I I love it, you know. And I was like, I didn't think it would get past like 50 people, but you know, seeing going 100, 200. But uh, I, I whenever I created that page, I thought to myself, man, if I could if I could help one person right overcome this, then then that would be worth it. So the fact that other people are getting in and they're encouraging other people too and making posts and is becoming a whole thing is is encouraging so on that note to close this out you just said that you felt like this was a you you know you're helping people do you see this as a calling that god has put upon your life because over here a lot of people ask why you talk about politics why you talk about spiritual stuff on the other side with brothers just searching and i tell them because god god showed me to introduce the truth and expose the lies yeah and i feel that's my calling yeah do you feel that this is a calling for you to help people and through this you can win them through Jesus Christ? I feel like God puts that, you know, that desire if you're passionate about something, God puts that in you and and if that's from the Lord then that uh I feel like that that could be the calling like it's kind of crazy how things fell into place and how how this is all lining up. So, yeah, I do believe like God ordained it absolutely and uh you know, I, I watched all those channels before, and it was something that was always in the back of my mind, like to help other people with weight loss. But then it it grew my 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 mind, body, and spirit. You know, uh, healing my mind and my spirit, and, and as a result, my body is following to kind of bring to light that. So it, it grew from just you know weight loss to just general health and being a support for people, and uh just encouraging them even if they're not you know christian we're going to show the love of christ right 
and that's how we do it here at BJS Media. So, um, you you said you have a lot of plans. This is just the start. You're um, you're trying to build a brand and look on air. And I told you that off air a while ago. If you need any help, let us know. Because yeah. we got a uh, we got technology here that I I posted the other day. I didn't realize how far this ministry would go. Yeah. And um, I, you know, you start something. And you don't imagine it being to a certain height. Then when you see you get to that height, you're like, well, how far God can take it more? Yeah. And uh, that's our help here at BJS Media. We try helping as much as possible. So yeah. um, go ahead and give us a shout out to your Facebook pages and tell us where people, if somebody wants to ask you some questions or if somebody listening to this, uh, one of our podcast partners, if they want to go ahead and interview, go ahead and let them know where they can find you. Yeah. Uh so y'all can reach me on uh, all your major platforms facebook youtube uh spotify i'm not spotify uh we're on spotify snapchat well, well let's just say this you might be on spotify later no, on because you did on. talk to me <laughs> oh look just just google iron j22 and i'm on uh most major platforms also uh if y'all you know y'all can message me or go to uh fixing to be fit.com uh to see the meals that i've been taking um but if y'all want to uh follow my workout plan or whatever or or just be encouraged y'all can join our uh iron sharpens iron uh if you need any help at all just message me on on facebook iron j 22 i'm sorry iron j 220 220 yeah <laughs> jared nice having you in the studio man hopefully we can do this again soon maybe talk yeah. about politics next time i remember oh. you used to be good at that man no 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 <laughs> nah. <laughs> Yeah, it gets it gets depressing after a while. So, but oh, yeah. I tell you one thing though, giving you a heads up because we talked about Biden talking about there's no amendment, um, uh, no amendment absolute. Uh, this morning prepping for the show today, I knew this segment was coming up, so I was like, yes, I, there's one segment I don't have to. But I was like, man, there's so much news. Yeah, there's yeah, so yeah. much stuff going on. But I'm gonna leave that to the professional. Oh man, yeah. I, hey, you're the first person to call me that, uh, man. You earned it, bro. I earned it, yeah. Hey. Do you listen to the show every so often or what? Oh, yeah. I got to make deliveries uh, or, or uh, run around the car, man. I throw it on. Hey, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, appreciate that. All right, guys, we'll be back after this short break with the third segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. Cheers and good on you, boys and girls. My name is Scott Ford, and I have a show on Rumble. It's the Scott Ford Show, all in one word. The Scott Ford Show, and it's on Rumble. And I also have a motivational success show on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe and ring that bell. That would mean a lot to me. Enjoy your life. Thank you, Isaac. God bless. You're my peace of mind when this old world seems to get me All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. I got a lot of guests today. This one was unannounced. Uh, we already <laughs> knew Jordan was gone. No, Jared. I, well, I keep calling him Jared, man. I don't know. <laughs> I um, but, uh, but no, we got Brother Anthony Hayes from Brothers Just Searching and the writer of Journey to Christian from Dead Works to Living Faith and the New Kingdom with Liberty Man and the Evil Stone. I said it right? Yes, you did. I'm proud of you. You're proud <laughs> of me, huh? So, Boogie, you listened to the first segment, and uh, mm -hmm. we, we filmed the second segment earlier, and you kind of got into it. So we're going to jump probably back on that for a little while All right. of the uh, the Second Amendment. Mm. Uh, but we got a lot of other stories. Uh, the first segment, Boog, I was by myself, and 
man, it just like I said, this this is what gets me all right. Because we're gonna right. talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. The president of the United States, right, swore an oath, right, to mm-hmm. protect, defend, mm-hmm. and to preserve the Constitution of the United States. That's right. Yeah. But the president of the United States do does not. He he, he calling amendments not absolute. Like they, hey, they're not set in stone. Then what are laws there for? Right. Well, you gotta understand one thing, and a lot of people know I study history a lot. And to understand what's going on, you have to go back to a little bit of history. Like the Nazis, for example, when they took over Germany, they believed in evolution. And they believed, well, things evolve, things change. So pretty much the laws can change. And you see, a lot of these liberals, if my understanding's a lot of them are correct, a lot of them believe in evolution, a lot of them believe in global warming, a lot of them believe in things like that. So they believe things can evolve, things can change over time and that's very dangerous you know when you have a situation where that's exactly what happened in germany and and that's how hitler took over you so you see two things you got to do to take over a country yeah ha- well three things really you got to destroy the judeo christian roots if it is a christian country then you have to destroy their laws and their constitutions you or use evolve that's how you can destroy it slowly by doing that have different interpretations and take away people's guns that's one of the things that all dictators throughout history no matter if it was communism socialism whatever form of dictating government you had they had to take over the guns people don't realize that if you take away judeo christianity like hitler was trying to do take the guns and take the laws of germany that was good laws you can control the people so and look, bro, it, look, it, this ain't just in politics. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The, the right. left, the left is bringing all this this out. I have a news article right here. I want to go ahead and share. And you, you looked at me pretty weird when I told you this a while ago. You, right. You're talking about <laughs> taking over guns or getting right. rid of jail. Why don't we just blame both on each other? Because now the view, in my opinion, the view should be off the air. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, Whoopi is goofy. Yeah. Uh, that 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 the Three Stooges and Albert and Costala on that show. Right. But right. this was done three days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the view. Well, four days ago at the time of this drop, the view co-hosts blames Christianity, Christian national nationalism for mass shootings. Right. Right. On ABC's Tuesday, on Tuesday, ABC The View co-host Tara Sedmeyer appeared to blame mass shootings on the rise in violence, Christian nationalities. Mm, it's mm-hmm. part of the Christian national nationalism, the, this rise in violent Christian nationalism that we have seen, which is also disturbing. They use biblical principles to preserve them, to prevent them to justify mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. So she's saying because of the Bible. Right, right. And you just said it. A lot of the, the take over a nation. Right. You you have to go ahead and get rid of Judeo Christian uh, influence. That's right. That's and right. you have to take away the violence. The view is view. Uh, the view is just go ahead and blame both of us for this. Now we're both Christians. We never went ahead nope. and shot no one. We never went ahead and performed a mass shooting, and we're not going to. No. So I don't know how she could blame this on Christianity, but they're, they're trying to they're trying to bring down the Judeo Christian nuclear family and they're trying to take away the firearms and that's why they like you said that's what they're saying right. is absolute well i mean like they said it, we actually a hindrance to them people don't realize when it comes to liberalism and uh, you know matter of fact i'll be if i was a liberal i'll be ashamed to be a liberal because stalin the communist dictator of russia said that they, uh, they were actually his stooges they were actually useful idiots he would actually call them what they're doing is 
liberalism really opens the door for communism. You know, it's like it's not communism 100 percent or 90 percent, but it's close there. Socialism, communism are very, very similar. They have some differences here and there. Like communism, they fully take over a country. Businesses really have no rights. I mean, it's full, cold-hearted rule, dictating rule. Now, fascism or where Hitler got the idea for his Nazi party and stuff, people don't realize it's very similar to communism. The only difference is you have a little freedom, not, not much. Like government, like uh, businesses can have some type of freedom, a little bit here and there, but it's not much. And, you know, and these two are very, very dangerous. And this, every time liberals are being used, they don't realize the globalists and the communists are using them to push their agenda. They don't think they're being used, but they, I believe they are used. And like I said, they can take away our guns, our freedom, our Bible. And, you know, uh, how can I explain this? Uh, if you ever study history, because you say, why you go back to history? Well, it goes back to it. History will repeat itself. When uh, Rome was burning, uh, some people believe Nero actually burned Rome. He was a nut. He was crazy like the liberals were. He was crazy. <laughs> so he needed, he needed a scapegoat. He needed someone to blame. So he blamed it on the Christians. And it worked for a little while. A lot of Christians died. And, and then finally he was discovered that he was the one who burnt Rome. But the damage was done. A lot of people died because of his stupidity, if that is true. So they, it, it don't surprise me if they blame Christians for gun violence and stuff. They're trying to do like, you know, Nero did back in the Roman days, you know? Yeah, it, the history always repeats itself. But it never fails. We, you know, we, we can go on on a lot of rants with this. But, you know... And look, we, we brought this out. I brought this out in the first segment about taking away guns and the Second Amendment, how Biden isn't uh, um, isn't isn't defending the Constitution. You, we had uh, RJ here and we didn't really get in. But we talked about a little bit of we didn't get into a lot of politics, but we did bring up mental illness. Mm -hmm. um, and I asked him that book. I asked him that, you know, he was saying he had to get his mental state right. And I was like, well, you, it worked better when you got saved. Because, yeah, he said, when I got saved, my mental state just. I was focused more on Christ. Right, right. And you just, you're seeing, you know, you have all these issues of mental health and all that, but they're blaming the Christians. They're blaming, mm -hmm. look, they, they, look mm -hmm. it's not, um, the first mass shooting that I, I don't know if it was a, the real first mass shooting, but the um, Columbine, that was done by two, two oh, yes, nasty yes. thought yes. people. Um, right. They were deep in you know, Nazism. Yes. But then when you came down to the Oklahoma bombing, oh, that was a Christian. That was a radical. That was somebody that wanted to get rid of abortion. And stuff. So they try to always tie this into somebody that has some Christianity roots or if they have right. a small. And that's that's the problem with the nation right now. I think I think I think we're just living in a state because I say this on the show a lot that we, we just don't have a physical problem. We have a spiritual problem in this nation. Well, you got like we said, you got to understand. But I was watching a video one time, if this is right, if I heard it right, there was one guy, politician, said this. He said for uh, human rights or uh, animal rights to succeed, we have to destroy the Judeo-Christianity because that stops us. So they know the power of the gospel. They know the power of our constitution and the scriptures. Most people don't realize, I notice a lot of people listen to this, some are Christians, some are not, but a lot of people don't realize the constitution was actually inspired by the Bible. It was actually inspired by Christians. 90% of all our founding fathers were Christians. Now, there is a debate. Some, like, they use, like, Benjamin Franklin. They say, well, he, he was, was a deist. He was a deist, or he was not really into Christianity. I agree. I mean, there was a few here and there where, you know, like, hey, he, I don't believe they were Christians either. Some of them, like, 
like Thomas Paine and all. I mean, they were this probably they were not. I don't believe they, they were maybe Christians. inspired. They might have been Christian, but they were inspired by Judeo-Christian values. All right, but there were some who really were Christians. Yeah, there were. Really, they, they were Methodists, they were Presbyterians, they were Baptists. There were really some that really believed in their faith. So, they, like I said, that Satan wants to destroy it, you know, because we're the last beacon of hope. If Constitution yep. fails and the Bible fails, I mean, we're going to be like Russia and China yep. and Cuba and maybe even North Korea. You know, and, and that's we don't want to be in a position. People, no. communism is not good. What they do is they paint a beautiful picture. You see, they'll paint like, oh, wow, if you we will be communists, we will have all the wealth spread. We will be all equally rich. We will all no violence. They, they'll picture it so great. And then when they get you trapped, it's kind of like a, a, a mouse that he or an animal that gets in the cage. They put food in it. It's tempting. The animal gets in the cage, and when the yep. next thing you know, he's trapped. Good analogy right there. So right. I just got a, I just got a, uh, yeah. I went on Fox News and uh-huh. while we were talking, and uh, listen to this: Democrat Senator Chris Murphy insists Biden not get involved with bipartisan gun negotiation. Wow. So, so yeah. Biden, uh-huh. Biden is going all along, and right. he is. Uh, He's pushing gun manufa- gun manufacturers to get uh, penalized, and they don't want to, the Democrats don't want them nowhere near gun legislation. So, <laughs> well, well, this is what you gotta understand, though. Like we said mm-hmm. earlier, every nation, every dictating country wants gun control. It's not about we want to make some some clear here. It's not about gun control. It's about control. Yeah. And that is that, that that's what people got to realize. It, like I heard someone say one time, the gun don't shoot nobody. It's the person that's behind the gun that shoots somebody. You know, you can take every gun off the market. This this is this. Let's just say for imagination purposes. Let's just imagine for a while, every gun except for the government and police yeah. officers and, and and except the government has the guns. Let's just expose that one day that there was no guns that shoot anybody now what when i what if knife stuff raises up what if there's a bunch of people killing yeah. knives well we'll have Gonna to take away now so one of my per my point is how far do we have to go you could take every weapon you want in the world you can take away bombs you could take away knives you can take away anything that can hurt a person that's not going to bring no. an utopia that's not going to bring a paradise you have to change the heart and the liberals they don't want to go to that issue. If you don't change that heart of that person, if you don't bring Bible into that person's life, if true biblical relationship with God, or bring some type of morals into a society, you are not going to stop murders. No, you can dream no, all day. You can stay in your White House and dream all day long that this will bring it. That's what they, you see, they think if they bring a bad means to bring a good cause. A lot of people do that, like Hitler. Hitler thought, hey, I'm going to bring paradise on earth. I'm going to bring a utopia, a thousand-year right. But before I do that, before I bring this utopia, I have to kill millions of Jews. I have to kill millions of people so my utopia can come true. So a lot of people don't realize that's what these liberals are doing. They're using evil means or they're using evil causes to bring about good ends. And you cannot do that. They can weigh guns. It's not going to solve anything unless you change that heart, unless you change that person. And, of course, they can't do that because their hearts are evil. They're greedy. They're lustful for power. So how are they going to change other people's hearts? 
when you know they can't change theirs or they have to work on. But theirs. there's only one that can change the heart. There's only Jesus that, Christ. The only exactly. one that can change the heart is Christ. And and unfortunately, no no bad no nothing would go ahead and stop that. No so, no, it's, it's a dream but, world. It's never gonna happen. So we got a few minutes left. I want to go ahead and uh, let's prop let's let's give you some uh, promotion. Oh sweet. Uh, okay. Talk yeah. about your books and uh, what you got in the works. Well, if everybody wants to, they can go on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. The, my first book was Journey of the Christians from Dead Works to Living Faith. And my second one is the, the, the New Kingdom with Liberty Man and Evil Stone. You can both find them on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Uh, they, they're allegories or stories of, of the Christian faith. And, uh, and I encourage you to get them. They're great for your teenagers, great for your children. You know, great for you to read if you're interested in something instead of reading Harry Potter or reading some stuff that's that don't really mean nothing. This actually has a meaning. It means something, you know, and it, it's really something worth listening to. So I encourage you to go read it. I'm actually working on some stories right now for part two of the New Kingdom. So in these other stories, so uh, be praying for me for that. And uh, her, her encourage you to keep listening to Brothers to Searching and our devotionals and Isaac's uh, program right here. Yep. So uh, every, everything helps. Uh, you know, the more people that do listen to these things, the more we have our freedom and the more you stand up for your freedom and, and you support things like that, the more you can hold back the left and Satan in general. Yeah, so. yeah, and that, that's the whole thing, you know, because... But we, we do brothers just searching together. Right, and, uh, right. We had a good report from mm-hmm. a good friend of mine saying he was encouraged by watching it. Oh, that's good. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we go ahead and we, we do this. And I told uh, jo- uh, Jared on the way out when he was finished his interview, I, I, I said, God has given us a calling. And I said it even on the segment, I'm remembering mm-hmm. now, I said it, that God called us to expose the lies and introduce right. the truth or bring out the truth and expose the lies. That is a calling here, and that's what we do here. Brothers are searching. That's what we do here at the Cajun Conservative. Uh, we 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 take a lot of time out to do this, but you know we know that God is using this to encourage souls and finding some probably be hearing the truth for the first time. That's right, and you just never know. People are searching right now more the way the world they're looking at the world, and the more like man things are getting worse. I mean, people who knew I used to be who knew that used to be really optimistic are not no more. I mean, 90% of everyone I talk to, they're not too oppositistic of what is going on. They had more they had more encouragement or more excitement when Obama was in there than Joe Biden is right now. Yeah. And I could tell a lot of people knowing that. So it's getting worse and it's not going to get any better. I mean, you're going to see the attack. The well, more, well and know. I was supposed to bring this out on the show and like I said, we uh today <laughs> we have a lot of stories, but there wasn't a lot going on. I found I found uh, an article and I can't, I was trying to find it to quote it, um, but there's some economists out there that are saying, right. "Hey, we're we're going to a recession." Right, but you're not gonna hear you're it not hearing that on the left. No, no, but we're we're going on a recession. You cannot go ahead and have inflation almost nine percent. Right. And look, I had my, my brother Daniel, yeah. one of our friends mm-hmm. from church, right, um, yeah. said this, uh, and brother Daniel used to be on Brothers Are Searching as well. Right. Daniel said that today. He said that somebody took a uh, somebody told him it was nine dollars and twelve cents a gallon in California oh, wow. for gas. That's that's amazing. And we was like, no, that's diesel. He said no for gas. That's they, for they, gas. That's for gasoline. Nine dollars a gallon. Wow. You can't you can't keep doing this to the American people and think we're not going to go into a recession. People are going to start holding their money, and not it, it just, it's going into a downfall. And 
But I, I don't want to be like a conspiracist, but we do have to face the fact it is what it is. And even people who's not conspiracists are starting to, to think like this now. Uh, what they have to do is, and history repeats itself, they have to cause crisis to move people into their, their direction. Yep. They want people to be liberals. They want, it's kind of like the Islamic people, convert or die, but except what they do is instead of convert and die, they push agendas they that's push, gonna hurt the nation they push wars well yeah it will hurt the nation but they see yeah they do want to hurt the nation but right now at this point they're really trying to get hold of the people they're trying to doctrinate the people like they do in russia like they did with hitler's germany they're using movies they're using books they're using entertainment and they're using wars anything to push their their agenda they're trying to get a hold of the people they're no different than when hitler and the nazis are doing they're trying to take over the minds of people. And people got to realize that they'll do, they'll push their agenda. They'll create yep. wars. And they like the gas prices, I think it's done on purpose. And I think that they moved the money away from the gold on purpose years ago, back in the 80s or 70s, they did it. They're doing that because they're trying to bring us to one world government. And the more, and the, of course, one world government and also electronic cars, gas, yep. diesel cars. They're trying to put. They're trying to bring yeah, they're trying us to take, both. Yeah, they try. They try to put electric vehicles out there to stop us. So that and to get us into yep. a one-world government, right? Anyway, book. Thank you for stopping by, oh, man. I for the it. Hey, for yeah. the last segment, man. We we went. We, uh -huh. I think we could do some good topics. Oh so. yeah, oh yeah. I enjoyed so, it. All right, man. Well, look, I'll be seeing you in a few minutes. We got to go record. Brothers, yep. just searching. Yep. So exactly. yep. we'll be. I'll be back with you in a few minutes. You know. All right. All right, that was Brother Anthony Hayes from Brothers Just Searching and also the author of The Journey of the Christian from Dead Works to Living Faith and from, um, that, yeah, uh, and also Liberty Man in the Evil Stone. I had to remember that. Uh, all right, guys, so until next week, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is coming back, and he's coming back soon. So don't be fate of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. If you want to know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, send me an email or send me a Facebook message. And I'll tell you how to make Jesus your eternal Savior. Until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Bye-bye. And he is the open door.